Welcome to this podcast series where I talk to the artists behind the music I play on my radio shows. Join me while I chat to and get to know the musicians and artists behind the music I play. Listen to their stories and their musical journeys and share some laughter and fun as you get to know the artists behind the music. Hello, welcome to this episode of Bands of the Boudoir. I have Connor Banks with me here in the studio today and uh, Connor is a very talented 19 year old singer and songwriter from Preston, Lancashire. He grew in popularity during Covid when he tirelessly entertained us all with his weekly online concerts from his home. A fabulous musician and entertainer, I'm very pleased to introduce you to him today. So hi Connor, hello and welcome again, how are you? Yeah I'm very good thank you, how are you? Yeah I'm good thank you, have you enjoyed the weekend? I went to see Ed Sheeran on Friday which is cool. And then uh, I did two gigs Saturday, Sunday, so. Ed yeah, Sheeran. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to see him live. Yeah, he's good. He's very good. So we're going to come on to all your gigs at the moment because your diary is looking pretty full for this year. Yeah. Anyway, as I say, great to have you back chatting again. And it, it, was it a couple of years ago? Uh, I think 2020, I think. It was during COVID. Yeah, you came in to chat to me yeah. about the power of music and voice on music and mental health, didn't you? Yeah, I remember, yeah. That was yeah. yeah, it must be. Yeah, 2020, goodness. Yeah, we'll, we'll have been here. But today we're talking all about you and your music. So tell me, I'd like to know when you first started singing. I must have been like, you know, straight away, I think, you know, as soon as I could kind of hear like music and stuff, I was humming along to it or whatever. I used to go to like holiday parks and stuff and I'd always be, you know, up on the dance floor and stuff. How young were you then at the holiday parks? Must have been four or five, yeah. And then, because um, my dad was in the Navy, um, his shipmates bought me a guitar for my christening, so that was kind of like my start off. I think I started probably when I was about six or seven on guitar. Um, my dad taught me basic stuff because he can play as well. Yeah, I, when I was about nine or ten, when because we moved from down south to, um, of course, up north, um, I did like a talent show. And then I won that. So that's kind of what made me kind of kick on with it. So ever since, probably doing it kind of properly since I was like nine, ten. Mm. About ten years now in our reckon. You've got a really lovely tone in your voice and you've got a great control over your, your vocals. Have you ever had singing lessons? No. Just a very naturally talented singer. No, I've never had, I don't know why I've never had singing lessons because I've always, I've had guitar lessons. I only recently just stopped my guitar lessons, but no, never, I've never had any any vocal coaching. You've got a very uh, natural voice, and you've got a, a really nice control of it as well. I just wanted to tell you that. Thank you. Vocalist, it's very very good. So, okay, so very young indeed. I find that most artists start off really young, almost they're out coming out of the womb singing. Yeah, it was basically like that. <laughs> so. Uh, I want to get on to your instruments. So you started playing the guitar. You said your dad gave you a little bit of tuition. You've also yeah. only just finished some guitar lessons. Well, you play the guitar incredibly well as well. And But you play keyboards too, don't you? Yeah, I play keys. I'd say I started that almost in 13, 14, because my dad plays piano as well. I, I think I learned, um, you know, Let It Be by the Beatles. I think that was the first song that I kind of learned. It's quite easy that. And then now I've... I've it's. I don't bring it as much the keyboard because it's like quite a big thing to fit in some venues. But um, with my original stuff, I do take the keyboard. But yeah, now now I'm pretty pretty decent at that. But I've never had um, 
any lessons with the keys as well as that so just kind of self-taught but I enjoy playing it now well I remember uh, the first time I saw you playing the keyboards was obviously online in the concert yeah the wonderful Freddie Mercury number with keyboards. yeah yeah I, I saw Queen last week did you and I, I know it wasn't with Freddie but um with Adam Lambert it was amazing so yeah well yeah. I love Queen as well and you yeah. love that song just the keyboard and vocals really stripped back it was and it was lovely so you've got quite a range your voice you've got a very good vocal range i don't know if you realize that but you really i don't know <laughs> but the some of the songs you're singing uh it, it requires like that freddie mercury number i can't remember which one it was might have been uh somebody to love you that's know. it yeah. yeah really great vocal range and to sing a freddie mercury song you're gonna you have to have a bit of a range but yeah. you do that very well i did a because the reason i was so into queen like during that post like lockdown i did a musical in my final year of high school and it was the uh we were rocky the queen one so i got like i was crazy into queen because i had to like the lead role in a, a year i was mad on queen like every single song i learned so that's kind of really what got me into queen like a lot of course i like them anyway but yeah but it's nice that the younger generation are carrying forth their legacy yeah yeah, I love them. Probably, uh, probably my favourite band, to be honest with you, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. In fact, that leads me nicely on to my next question, because they're one of your influences, obviously. You've just said they're yeah. one of your favourite bands. Who are your other biggest musical influences, other than your father and Queen? At the minute, I'd, I'd have to say Sam Fender or probably Ed Sheeran, to be fair. I've always, I've always kind of... Because when I first started pushing kind of the music... I think Ed Sheeran just released his first album. Um, I remember like my dad saying, you've got to listen to this. And then, so kind of throughout the whole time from up until now, I've kind of grew up on him, I'd say. So definitely him. Yeah, and then Sam Fender, like I said, I like, I like an artist called Jerry Cinnamon as well from Glasgow. I quite like, quite like a range, to be fair, you know, different styles. But yeah, I'd say them three at the minute. Also Harry Styles at the minute, he's just... He's gone a bit mental, I mean, the last... He's good, isn't he? Yeah, I'm seeing him on Wednesday, actually, so... Yeah, but I don't really write music like him, I'd say. It's just no. I like listening to it, do you know what I mean? I think songwriting, uh, which I'm coming on to in a second, is very much a personal thing. But you yeah. can pick influences, can't you, from different mm. songwriters? Yeah. But my influences in songwriting are people like Dolly Parton, for instance. Um, yeah. And then I can go on to something in the pop era like like ed sheeran currently you know yeah. I, look, I like his stuff and i still have there's people influencing me all the time really they're coming out new people coming out and i think oh yeah yeah good songwriter and they'll they'll be my influences so uh, talking about songwriting the last time i talked to you you were studying songwriting at the bimm yeah. in manchester Are yeah you still on that course i finished that and then i've just finished my first year of uni there as well about Three, four weeks ago. So, how many um, years have you got there? I've got two more years starting from September. So, um, I'm doing songwriting and music production now. Excellent. So, yeah, I finished first year. I've now got till May till October off. So, <laughs> great. So, you got, I can see your diary is, is really packed, but we'll get on to that. In yeah. I want to continue working on the songwriting. When did you start writing songs or have an interesting songwriting? And can you remember? Well, you're only young, so hopefully you can remember your very first song. I think most uh, people remember their first songs. 
Yeah, I reckon I might have started year six, how old am I there? Probably, probably about 11 or 12, I think. So about seven years ago, I'd say that's probably when I first was like, mm, maybe I should start trying it. And the first few were awful, like they were so bad. Um, you all have been there, Connor. <laughs> yeah. And then I wrote I wrote a song called Promise, which is going to be, I've, I've just finished recording that last week, actually, in the studio. So that's, that's a, I really like that song. And then, yeah, I've, I've, I've kind of had like a little bit of a door where I didn't write for maybe three years after that song. Then I wrote two like really, really decent songs, I think, in 2019, which I, I like. And then again, I had a bit of a dull, you know, when lockdown started. And then I wrote, because I'm, I'm doing a project coming out at the end of the year, which I've just finished recording, like I said. And three of the songs that are on that, I wrote during lockdown, which I was quite surprised, you know, when I was looking back. I was like, oh, it was actually quite good. I wrote these three songs. So, yeah, I'm quite excited for people to hear that. It's, um, it's like a... It's like anything, isn't it? You practice and practice. You keep writing, you keep writing. You're always going to have one, several that are going to go in the bin and you think, yeah. oh, God, you can't show that to the world. And then you get yeah. little brilliant nuggets that come in. So that that leads me again onto your album because you are recording. You've got this project. You're hoping to yeah. have a, a finish by the end of the year. And yeah. you've got, from what I've just heard you say, at least about six of your originals on. Are you going to have any more originals? Are you writing more? Or are you going to mix it up with a bit of a couple of covers? So basically, it's um, I started recording in April in a studio because I, I mentioned on the last thing we did, like I was going to release one in lockdown. And then I just, I just didn't because I didn't think it was like the right time. And then I, I saw a guy do a gig in February um, at a place in Manchester. And I was like, no, I need to, you know, do something now it's kind of the age now where I need to start pushing it so I've done two like original shows since I saw him and um, sold out one and then I've got one in Manchester next Tuesday yeah I've been writing loads at the minute there's four songs on this uh it's like it's an EP kind of thing that's going to be coming out but the first song will be because I'm going to release a single first so that'll be coming out in August I think mm-hmm um, but it's all the recording is done now. So there's it's like four band as well, so the drums on it and everything. So I finished doing vocals last Wednesday, I think it was. Yeah, so he's mixing it all at the minute um, and then he'll send it to me and then I'm getting it mastered at Abbey Road. So oh, I, get really? to to, I get to go to Abbey Road at the end of July, which is pretty, pretty crazy. That's exciting. That's awesome. Yeah. That is. That's really good. So it's very exciting times for you. I hope that when you release your album, your EP, that you're gonna to get to tour it. Well, I've got I've got a gig that is gonna be the week of the EP release, which is quite it's quite in a big venue. So I think it's about three hundred capacity. So it's in a in a theatre. So that should be really good. So hopefully, um, people will want to come and buy the EP there as well because I think it might be because the gig's three days before it actually is due to come out. So they'll get it kind of three days early if they come as well. See if I can't get to that um, launch. Yeah, it'd be, it should be good. Yeah. Um, I'm, I've got us like because at the minute I'm just on my own, you know, with the loop pedal and stuff. I've got a, maybe an idea that I'm going to do it full band as well for that gig because the song, so, yeah, the song sounds so good with like you know drums, bass, electric guitar. So just trying to organise it at the minute while we've got a few months to go, basically. Yeah, well, it'd be lovely if you can get yourself down on a mini tour around the UK and get yourself out here. 
but you'll get there. I know you'll get there because you've got so many people still behind you, so many followers, so many fans. And I'll be able to play this. This podcast has now got a link to the radio show. I've got a, a Bands in the Boudoir special that kind of goes out every sort of five weeks or so or whenever. And that is where I get to play clips of the interviews and three yeah. songs of the artist. So I'll be able to give you airplay as well, which I'm very okay. excited about. That'd be amazing. So, yeah, tour is what we want from you. EP, we're looking very much forward for that being released. Now, because you've got to go back to university in the autumn, I presume you've got gigs as well going all the way yeah. through the weekends through your university, going back to university. But right now, your calendar seems to be almost daily that you've got yeah. something going on musically. What's Pretty the much. best, most exciting thing you've got coming up? I know you've just had a really good original concert that you were yeah. out, and that went really, really well, didn't it? It was amazing. Yeah, it was great. And uh, really good. What's the most? You've got a few weddings coming up, and yeah, I've got a wedding tomorrow actually. Really? Yeah, it's like an all day one. So I'm singing as she, uh, the bride comes down the aisle. And I think I might be doing the drinks reception, and then I might be doing the later bit as well. So it's kind of all day. So um, it's in the late district as well. So it'd be really nice. Oh, how wonderful. Let's hope that, well, the weather's supposed to be really good. Uh, it should be. I think it's in Windermere. That'd be really nice. It's been, I think it's been booked for quite a while. I like midweek weddings as well. So. Yeah, it'll be a really nice area as well. It is gorgeous, Windermere. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's amazing. Lovely. So we've gone on talking about your album. Well, it's an EP. Yeah. And of course, you're going to be writing songs all year. Now you've got the, the bug. Yeah. Your studio band, are they are they friends? Are they session musicians? And I know you're hoping to get them into the theatre. Would you like to go out with a band more often? Or you mix it, mix it up, solo and band? Yeah, um, so Adam, who's been the producer, the drummer is like one of his close friends, but he's a session musician, so he plays for some quite decent bands on tour. He's like on tour quite a lot. So that's Aaron. He's been playing drums for me. And then the guy who played bass and electric guitars from, from my uni, so I know him. And then there was a, a girl called Emma that did backing vocals. She's also from my uni, so two of them are friends. And then I've played everything else. I've played the keys, the guitar, vocals, of course. So, But in terms of gigging with the band, I do have a drummer now that I, I do gigs with, but it's just a, like guitar, acoustic guitar and um, drums. But with the original stuff, I, I definitely want like you know, bass, electric guitar, drums, maybe some like keys going on. So I think if I carry on doing the original stuff, I would like to gig maybe full time with a band. I think, and of course you can do the the odd occasional stuff with just like me and acoustic guitar and whatever. But they definitely sound better full band. It's better to play as well with other musicians. I think. I think it really. I, I don't know. There's camaraderie in a band and. Just the fact that you've got it, 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 it takes the pressure off you a bit because you could mm. stop playing the guitar at some point if you want and just sort of engage with the crowd more. Yeah, that's the word I was trying to think exactly. Yeah, so they can be doing the work behind you. Yeah, and you you can pick up and drop off as and when you please because you've got the band just sort of there. Yeah, but as a solo performer, you have the loop pedal as well, which which makes yeah. it sound great because you can give yourself a lot of percussive stuff. When you're performing solo, you don't sound solo. No, it doesn't. So that, that's what I'm saying. At the, at the minute, it, 
with especially like the original stuff, it doesn't sound too bad with Rick Miller. Like there's drums going on, you know what I mean? I can add I got a bass player as well, so I can add the bass. But you know, just I think real drums create a different atmosphere, don't they, than like programmed in stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think I definitely want it. But it, it doesn't sound bad, you know, like especially when you're in because I play a lot of small venues as well. So to fit in like a corner with just like a like a pedal board and Nate, that's fine, and you create. I create it. It creates a deep and deepness atmosphere. The um, the loop pedal. It does. I mean, you would yeah. in the you know online from your home, and you were creating an amazing sound for a solo performer. It it does basically sound like a full band, but because I can't do everything, do you know what I mean? Just with an acoustic guitar, and um, so yeah, I definitely want to try try the songs at least with a, a full band because I've had that this kind of taste of the studio thing with the band but like one of the songs has got a, like a strings players put and i forgot to mention that actually a strings players put a string like call to it on it it sounds amazing so i don't know how old you recreate that live but that's another session player that adam the producer recommended he's out actually out on tour in brazil i think at the minute which is pretty mental the song called the strings it's very exciting so your ep is it going to really be released obviously on all platforms and then I, I'm going to get CDs done as well because a lot of people like physical, don't they? Uh, I did want vinyls, but they're just way too expensive for right now. I've had the uh, front covers, the front covers made and the back covers made. Uh, just trying to decide which like CD production company I want to use at the minute, but it should be on everywhere else. And have you got a ti- Do you know? Have you got a title for it? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll keep it quiet. <laughs> okay, no, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> Well, it's just one of the it's just one of the songs to be fair but I, I was I was thinking ages of just like trying to think it something cool you know not one of the song titles but then in the end I just, just like just pick a song title yeah and we'll call okay. it that so going back to songwriting Connor when I interview artists for my podcast I often not, not only do I like to talk about their musical journey but I like to hear about uh, the backstories to the yeah. song so have you got one of the songs you can share your backstory to in when, when you were writing it. Yeah, I'd say that there's one on the, the EP um, that I wrote during lockdown. It's called There's a Light. And it was basically just about not giving up hope during that time period. Keep going. Because one of the lyrics is uh, there's a light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. So it's a really upbeat song as well, um, which I don't, I, I don't really write kind of party kind of bangers, but this one is, um, and that, that'll be on the EP. It's the first song, actually. Um, so, yeah, it, it was just written during COVID about not giving up on any dreams. And um, we're still here today. Now, watching people in stadiums, like 60,000 people. So, yeah, the song kind of really reflects nicely now. So a really inspiring song and a yeah. good upbeat banger. <laughs> yeah, thanks, so. Excellent. Oh, I can't wait to hear the EP. You you really do work very hard and you deserve everything you get. And I really am enjoying following your your musical career. I, I will try and get to your launch. Yeah. You'll be putting the tickets on sale at some point. Yeah, it should be soon, yeah. And um, I'll just drive up there. My husband and I will come up and, and watch you. I think it's during uh, October half term, you know, and the kids are off so that. Hopefully we should get a few families coming as well, which is what I want to do. And I'm back from the US then, so there's no excuse why I don't have to. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> should be good. 
as soon as you know obviously i'll share it on all platforms yeah that'd be great moving forward we've got to the ep at the end of the year uh yeah we've got a possible hopeful tour going on where do you see yourself in a couple of years have you got plans mapped out yeah we'll do the ep and then from then i think single releases but i'd like to play at a few festivals next year i think because you know glastonbury up there you can enter to play glastonbury can't you yeah it's like a competition i'd really i've always wanted to play glastonbury yeah hopefully do a few festivals of my own stuff carry on doing the original stuff but also you know like getting a, a support with someone decent I think that's what i kind of want to do because you, you also don't have the pressure to sell the tickets then do you know what i mean but as much if yeah. it was a, head, a headline show so you kind of building up fans along the way yeah probably a decent support tour i think i want a gig in london as well i've said this for quite a while now. yeah a gig in london would be cool we'll see it, it will happen connor hopefully <laughs> you're working very hard you've got uh, a big fan base and you produce great music so it's not going to be too long before I'm, I'm convinced you're going to be down in london and i'll be one of the first in the queue when you are down in london <laughs> So uh, it's been lovely talking to you, Connor. Uh, nice talking to you again. Thank you for coming on and chatting to me. It's been lovely to talk to you again. And I'm really looking forward to that EP release. Now, if people, if any of you want to find out more about Connor, he's got his Facebook. It's facebook.com Connor Banks Music. And he's also got a fabulous YouTube channel. And just search for Connor Banks Music and you'll get there. What other links? Everything's just Connor Banks Music. So if you try and find me on anything. Okay. Yeah. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. You have a SoundCloud as well. So yeah, yeah. All platforms we can find you. Yeah, basically, yeah, that's it. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you again, Connor. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. You have been listening to a Lynn Nash Music and Voice production for the Bands in the Boudoir podcast. I do hope you've enjoyed listening and I hope you will come back to listen to further episodes in the future. Thank you very much for tuning in.